It's Matt. Welcome to Money Lab. I'm in the brewery again. I got my whiteboard. I got my marker. And today I want to discuss while I walk around and pace and think through how I can improve my Facebook ad strategy for Swim University in 2024. So um, I'm going to quickly pop open my pen here and I'm going to write on my white piece of paper, my giant white piece of paper, face, book, and Instagram, ad, <laughs> underline. Got it. Um, in a previous episode, I was discussing um, with myself how I would improve the KPIs and the metrics that I would measure for my business in 2024. And in that, I was like, should I measure the KPI and actions taken for my paid ad strategy? So currently, um, to give some context into the entire business, I, I run the website, swimuniversity.com. That is the home base. Uh, we collect emails there, leads, if you will. Uh, we have a YouTube channel, which is like an external marketing channel. We also have Facebook account, Instagram, Pinterest, X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it, LinkedIn, TikTok. Those are all our different marketing channels. And what's nice is within the last two years or so, or it's been about a year in 2023, uh, the TikTokification of social media happened. And what that allowed us to do is to basically create 60-minute short-form vertical videos that we could cross-promote on multiple channels and they would all be the right format. Now, yes, so you could make the argument, and I will, that each platform is very different and very specific and you should be creating different content for each platform. However, we don't do that because our content is all the same, which is essentially we give you pool care tips, and hot tub care tips, and we create one video, short form, 60 seconds. We could create longer ones on TikTok if we wanted to, but right now we're just using what's on YouTube, which is the max of 60 seconds. Okay, which is good, because 60 seconds is also an ad. Now, the other channel that we use, so those are all organic, everything I just mentioned, our website, email marketing, you know, all the social media channels, completely 100% organic, meaning we are publishing content on those platforms for free in exchange for attention. Now, for the last few years, I've been, I'll say, experimenting, toe dipping into paid advertising in the paid advertising world. And specifically, the two channels, the two advertising platforms that I've been toying with are Facebook slash Instagram ads and Google search ads. This episode, I just wanna talk about Facebook because I think I came up with a pretty decent strategy for myself. Now, my team is a team of three. It is me, who basically does everything, except Steph, who does all of our YouTube, so she does four videos she's going to be doing, at least, uh, in 2024 and who knows how long. 
um, a video every single week. And then my brother is going to be helping with, or he does currently, uh, three reels or shorts across all social media platforms every week. And uh, in 2024, he has taken over customer service. So all of our email customer service. And I'm also going to extend that into answering comments on social media platforms. When it comes to answering comments on our YouTube platform, that will still be Steph's domain. That is YouTube. Okay. So um, why did I bring that up? Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) Facebook ads. Just talking about Facebook ads. I think I came up with a strategy that makes sense. So I've, <laughs> I have talked to numerous Facebook ad coaches. I've, wor- I've paid those people. I've worked with people who have actually ran ads for me. I've been messing with Facebook ads for, I want to say, six years. And I have never been able to quote unquote crack the code or whatever. And I think it's due to a lack of focus, to lack of like, what are my goals and how do I achieve them using Facebook ads? So what makes sense to me is I need the clear goal. And to me, there are two goals. One is sales, direct sales, to either our physical products, which is chemicals, which I did a lot of Facebook advertising with and never was profitable. <laughs> it's never been able to crack that. And, the, and I'll explain why. So, but sales is one goal. And the other goal is email subscribers, aka leads for us, because we do all of our selling via email. Okay. So direct sales and leads that get sold via email. Okay, so the last few years I've been selling pool and hot tub chemicals and I've been running ads to get uh, sales, direct sales to, our, to those products. Now last year, in 2023, I, had, I, was, I, was, I was, had Steph help me write scripts and we created, uh, my brother actually helped create the video ads and I did a lot of static ads as well. And I was selling this one product. This one product was a hot tub cleaning kit that retailed for $79. Now, we, it cost us around $40, yeah, $40 to buy the product, package it, kit it, ship it to the customer, ship it to the, you know, all the, every single expense that went into the product itself, that's what it cost us. So we essentially, would make about $35 in profit, you know, $35 in, um, you know, whatever. That was like what we made. So my goal was to get at least a sale that would, a cost per sale of $35, which would mean we break even, right? I was able to achieve that with one ad. I did one ad that I personally hated. Steph, (laughs) wrote the script and I was like, I don't like this, but I'm going to do the voiceover for it anyway. And it happened to work. And I, you know, it just felt a little bit slimy because it was, the ad was sort of around the idea that like 
this is a secret that the hot tub companies don't want you to know, blah, blah, blah. And it was a good hook, but ultimately, like, we were saying that the hot tub companies are getting you to spend money on chemicals, and then we turn around and sell you a fucking chemical kit, so, or it's a cleaning kit. Um, so people, and people commented about it, and I was like, oh, this feels like I'm eroding trust within my audience, and I, it just doesn't feel right. But regardless, we were able to achieve that, you know, sale rate. That was for physical products. I have never been able to get it to work for digital products or courses. Now, I've I've heard from other people that it is possible, and I still believe it is possible. But I think the biggest issue is that was just to break even on the first sale. What I really don't ha- didn't have access to or really thought through or really like just let it be is the fact that like, yes, someone for $35 break even would buy our kit. A, a certain percentage of those people who came in through that ad are likely to buy that kit again because you do need it every quarter, you know, or at least twice a year or at the very least once a year. But so like we would have made profit had we just continued to stay at break even. But you know, for me I'm like it wasn't good enough and I just felt like it took us a it spent we spent a lot of money to get there and then it really when we started to scale it it just wasn't scaling. And I'm like this you know what would be a lot better for me is if I knew what I could spend per lead. Or if I knew if we sold a digital course, we make way more than 40 bucks or $35. So I have more room to play. But then again, it's going to be much harder to convert those people into sales. The physical products, from what I've been told or from what people have said, convert better than digital products on Facebook ads. That said, there are people like Miles Beckler who have done the opposite. So if he can do it, I feel like I can do it. How do I do it though? What is the strategy to do that? Because the strategy is not, from, from my, all these years of trying, create one ad and throw it up and you know, spend $100 a day and hope it works. That's not gonna work. The strategy is to keep creating ads. So it is, essentially publishing ads. It's same thing as our organic side where we're just publishing, publishing, publishing. Every once in a while, you get a hit, right? Same thing goes for Facebook ads, except the difference is with the organic, you're not paying. You're not paying for the guaranteed reach. So throwing a bunch of shit at the wall like we do organically, it's no skin off our back. We're doing that work anyway. Some things are going to work, some things are not. But because we're a company and it's what we do, I consider that free advertising, right? However, if I had to pay for every single one of those ads, well, you know, and you can make the argument, well, you're paying for your brother to make the things. You're not, it's not technically free, true. But then you also have to pay somebody to do the ads for Facebook and I have to pay to have them be, I pay for the reach as well. So it's like, I'm paying twice the amount. So how do I guarantee 
one, that the ad that I run will work, or at least has a good chance of working, right? And where does it work the best? So we're talking about Facebook ads, but that also means Instagram ads. And there's different placements within Facebook and Instagram that it may work better than others, right? And what are we, what's our goal? Is it to get an email subscriber that, that converts into a sale? Or is it to get the sale right out of the gate? And what are some ways that I can improve our AOV, essentially our average order value? So right now, if I say, you know what, I'm not going to run ads to promote our chemicals because it just doesn't make sense, but our digital stuff makes sense because there's upsells associated with that and you know, our margins are basically 95%, whereas with a physical product, there's a lot of overhead to create those and ship those, so it's not as lucrative, right? So my point is, is that I could get people to buy the course, but then have additional courses and upsells, which I do have in place now, which is what I really didn't have, or I did have with physical products, it just never worked out, and be able to track that better to make sure that the money that I'm spending on these ad platforms, I am making back at least to break even. Because if I can at least break even and then they're on my email list and I come out with another, another product, well, a majority of those people, not a majority, a percentage of those people could buy that new product and boom, I just made my money back from, from getting those clients. That's so a long way to say I believe in advertising because it's essentially the exact same thing as organic posting on social media. Just I am actually paying to get it in front of other people as opposed to letting the algorithm figure it out. <laughs> I just sneeze. I'm sorry. If you just said bless you out loud, <laughs> out of, out of, out of uh, pure instinct, that's great. I love that. Because I almost said it to myself. Because <laughs> um, I'm just talking by myself. Okay. Here's my thought process for this. Okay. If I have to, if the, 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 there's a metric, there's a KPI, and there's an action. So let me write those down. What is... What is my KPI for ads? Now, that, there are two. I think it is uh, one. It, it depends on the campaign. So I think it's cost per lead and two, cost per sale. Okay. Um, now I could just sit here and go, fuck the sale. Let's just try to get leads from this. Like I'm not even, I'm not even concerned with sales at this point. Um, I'm just trying to get leads because I can do the sales later, but I think sale doing direct sales and testing that is important. Okay. And then what is the action to, lower those numbers, cost per lead, 
put an arrow down, cost per sale, arrow down, because essentially we are trying to lower the cost per lead and we're trying to lower the cost per sale. Because again, let's assume that just for the sake of argument, uh, I'm selling a $49 product. With all of the taxes and the fees and shit that like happen with Shopify and like other uh, my software and all that stuff, uh, you know my margins are like ninety five percent. They're insanely high. Most digital products are. So let's just say it's forty five dollars, right? Which is ten more dollars than I can get from my physical products. So, but again, it could be harder. So my goal is to drive that cost per sale down. So let's say. I run a not so the campaign is get sales, right? The action is create an ad, right? Um, so the action is create new ad. Now, why is that? So, so from my understanding, there is nothing that I can do, the only lever that I can pull essentially to drive the cost per sale down is to create an ad that, that speaks to the customer and persuades them to buy, and it persuades them to click and persuades them to buy. The other levels I could, levers I could pull are like the landing page and all those things, but, I, but you know, I know that my landing page converts at 3%. That's organically, right? So the more I can drive down that cost per sale, the more profit we make. So if I'm getting a cost per sale at $80, well, that means I'm losing essentially $35 every single time I make a sale, right? Now I could do, uh, the other level, like the lever I could pull is increase the um, amount of money I make per sale, which then would give me more flexibility. So let's say my, you know, average order value is not $45, but say $100, right? And that's through upsells and LTV and all those things. So like the customer is worth $100 to me, right? Well, now I have $100 to play with. So my cost per sale can be up to $100, but I still want to get it below that number. And the lower I get it, the more profitable I am. And from my understanding, again, the only real thing I can do on Facebook is to create new ads because one ad is going to work better than the other. And that's, it doesn't matter what my, you know, and the ad is like the creative, meaning the graphic, the video, whatever is on, you know, whatever you're looking at, then it's your text or your headline or your call to action all of those are like little things, but ultimately it's the complete picture of the ad. So the more ads that I can create, the more tickets, the more chances that I can, that that ad will drive down either cost per lead or cost per sale. Okay. So it's really just about like creating good ads and publishing them and testing them out. So my strategy, and this has been 20 minutes of just me like leading up to a very simple strategy for myself. We are publishing videos on the platform organically, and we have done that for like a year, okay? 
So we have videos that pop off, meaning they get like a ton of reach. So it means like people resonate with that and Instagram or Facebook was kind enough to like push it a little bit because obviously the, the audience responded. So I think we should take that video, which is under 60 seconds, and I should go, look, every time a new video pops off, we should turn it into two types of ads. The first, so it basically means uh, we would re-edit the video to include an ending call to action because the hook's good, clearly, the meat's good, and let's throw a call to action at the end as a, you know, as a piece. So that is what I think we can do, uh, you know, to create that. And then we're giving ourselves completely different ads all the time and we're uploading them. And then we create two different endings. One ending is, hey, download our whatever, whatever to get a lead. And the other one is go buy our whatever, whatever to get a sale. So we have basically two ads, one for each campaign. And we see, because it might, you know, hey, we might find out that the ad to get the lead drives the cost per lead down and my email funnel or whatever is actually getting sales. So like that's good to go because it's all sales at the end of the day. Actually, (laughs) the KPI is cost per sale. I'm going to... Because even in the leads um, campaign, I still want to know we're making sales. But here's the thing. I don't know that from Facebook because it may not, you know, the sale might happen a day later, seven days later, 30 days later, and then Facebook's not going to track that anymore. Right? So still I have to think cost per lead. Get my cost per lead down. I don't should have crossed that out, but I just did. (laughs) All right. So that's. All right, I'm just going <laughs> to, all right, two, one, cost per lead. It's still drive down the cost per lead. That's what we want to do. Okay, so the, so the, so the process is we, we publish three videos a week. Did one of them pop off or not? Yes, no. Or if it did, hey, Chris, can you edit this video that you did and give me, you know, two versions, one with a call to action at the end for the, for the uh, lead, one with a call to action at the end of a sale. And, that, and then I'll put those into Facebook and we'll run those. It's not, it's not creating a ton of new ads, but because like not, you know, we might get one that pops off a month, maybe two. When the summertime hits, we might get a bunch. And then we also split the content. So half of the content, so if we do 12 uh, reels a month, Half of those right now are hot tub, the other half are pools. We're really actually, because we're in the, we're in the we're call, we call it hot tub season, uh, just because pool season's essentially like super low. So during the winter time, um, you know, fall and winter, we kind of focus, we shift more towards hot tub content. So if in the summer, it's 80-20 pools to hot tubs, in the winter time, it's 80-20 hot tubs to pools. That makes sense. So either way, we have to run ads to see if they work. And 
the amount of money is like $5 a day. So you, so we create the new ad for both the uh, lead campaign and the sale campaign for hot tubs or pools. So we're essentially we'd have four campaigns set up. Okay. Let me write this down. Okay, so we have four for my business, and this is you know this is just my business, but I'm gonna call it campaigns. All right, and we have four of them. One, we have pool leads. Two, pool course sales. Three, hot tub. Leads. Four. Hot. Tub. Course. Sales. Right? And obviously cost per lead, cost per sales, that makes sense. And then each can't, uh, sorry, each, then we have uh, ad sets, right? And here's where I never really understood this. And, you know, if, if anybody's listening and is like kind of a Facebook expert here, you can email me, matt at moneylab.co, if you have a better suggestion. To me, I don't really see the value in running multiple ads in an ad set. One is going to get favored pretty fast by, by Facebook. And I'd much rather create the ad set because you can set a lot more there. The ad itself is like, what are you really going to change? Right? So example, we have an ad that's, you know, um, one of our, one of our organic hot tub videos pops off right this week. And we create two ads, one ad or sorry, I'll say two creatives. One creative is a video that promotes the cheat sheet at the end of it, the hot tub cheat sheet. The other video promotes our hot tub course, right? Same video, same beginning, beginning and middle, different endings, right? So I create a new ad set within hot tub leads. And I take that one video that has the lead ending, the lead CTA, and I stick that in the ad set. And in the ad set, I can set where it's going to go. So I've already been kind of doing this. I've been testing, do we get more click-through rate on Facebook or Instagram? And personally, as a consumer of Instagram and Facebook, like I'm not looking at ads and clicking ads that are not on the main feed. And so if I'm being, I know that like, you can set it to everything and like Facebook will figure it out and decide like where to place your ads. I mean, tell, dude, the, the feed's the best place, right? <laughs> like the feed's the best place. Stories, I don't think so, especially if it's video, like it, they're stories. The reels page on an Instagram and the reels page on Facebook, maybe. But to me, I'd much rather have it in the feed because that's where most people are. So I want to give myself the best chance. So I'm just going to call it every, every ad I do, every ad set is going to be a feed ad set. And I have separated, do I do it on Facebook or Instagram? And I could let, you know, that one I could be like, all right, well, let's just do both 
and see which, and let Facebook decide, you know, or Meta decide. Who knows? But I like to see those numbers because I'm like, well, look, this particular video popped off on Instagram, not Facebook. Let's run it on Instagram because it's clearly working there already. But maybe it would also work on Facebook. Do I run two ads? No, I probably just do one ad set, pick those two placements, throw the ad up. What am I actually changing in that ad? Like, do I need to have like uh, five different titles and create five different versions of that ad to have five different titles? It's like, no, just give it its best shot. Just use the same one that was in the original. You already know it. You already used it. I don't think like the, what, the, 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 the biggest like bang for your buck when it comes to advertising is going to be the creative, not, and I'm saying this, but you know, prove me wrong. It's not going to be the t- primary text. It's not going to be the headline. It's not going to be the fucking call to action button text. It's going to be what the friggin' ad is. You know what I mean? So like, I don't really need to create multiple ads. I feel like it's just more work. So then every single time a new ad, and all right, so I'm just going to write, every time an organic, an organic content pops off, I love pops off, I wish this thing didn't like make all this noise if you can hear that run an ad for five dollars a day and then uh every week check uh and then either scale or shut off, right? Okay, so what happens? Let's say we just do this every week. It's not a, this is not a daily thing, okay? Week goes by, do we have a video pop off or not out of the three? Yes, great. Take that ad or take that video, create two ads. One that goes in a campaign for getting leads, one that goes in a campaign for getting core sales, right? We're going to run that ad on the feeds and the reels pages for Facebook and Instagram, right? The main pages. There's, there's that's four placements for the ad. And then what we're going to do is we're going to run it at $5 a day. And we're going to let it run for one straight week. Now, I know people are going to say, well, you're going to be in the learning phase for a long time because if it doesn't work then you're not going to get a ton of leads at $5 a day. But I'm like, all right, fine. But I'm not trying to spend a ton of money to see if an ad's going to work or not. Like I'll know pretty fast at $5 a day, are we getting leads? Are we getting sales? So what's that? Seven times five, you know, it's like, that's not a ton of money. Maybe we do $10 a day. Cause yeah, maybe we are, maybe we just do a big number because what else are we spending on? Like we're not going to have we're not going to be running that many ads per week. We're running one ad per week. If that, if a, if a video even pops off. So let's say we run it at $50 a day, right? 
And so for a hundred bucks a day, we're running this new ad. And, and you know, and, and for $700, we'll find out, did that shit work? Or I guess it would be $50 a day for each, each ad, whatever. If it works, great. Scale it. $100 a day, $200 a day, $800 a day, whatever, right? If it doesn't work, shut it off. Shut it off. Didn't work. Okay? Go to, just move on to the next one. And I think that's just the strategy. Just keep doing that, right? And I think it's not, a, it's not something that, like, requires a ton of effort. I don't think you need a manager. I don't need, we don't need a manager to look at this. I can just look because the answer is quite simple. Is our cost per lead below what it needs to be? Yes or no? Yes, scale it. No, shut it off. That's it. Cost per sale. The cost per sale, I understand. I know what that is, right? Because I know what our base price of our course is. And you can see that number because we use Shopify. You can see that number in Facebook. What we don't see is the lead number. So I have to find out how much a lead is worth. How do I find that out? Well, hmm. And I'd have to find out the leads from Facebook, yes? Or the leads from that specific ad. (sighs) So, 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 so. Huh. How would I track that? How would I track that? All right. Ideas off the top of my head. Because, again, sales are really easy to track. Leads are easy to track, but, are they, but the cost per lead isn't. Because here's the, here's the, the flow so far, right? Person sees the ad, lands on landing page. The landing page we have set up right now is just a landing page with a form. You click it, you, you enter your email address, and it's counted as a lead. Or they go into Clavio, right? When they go into Clavio from that lead page, I, do, I am not tracking where, that, where they are coming from unless I have to... Yeah, this is where it gets a little, a little bit... Uh, you know, obviously I could do it where I set up a separate tracking page just for Facebook, right? Right? Here, I'm, I'm thinking about this. That's one way to do it. And then I can go, then I can pull up a report at the end of the month and I can just go, okay, how many leads came in from Facebook? You know, here are the exact, here are the exact people. How much money was made from these people? That's my cost per lead. The other way I could do it, which would be bleeding organic and paid and social and all the, basically take all the leads that I got that month, all of the emails that I got that month, and then said, how much did we make an email this month. Does that, does that make any sense? 
Does that make any sense? So (laughs) hold on a second. All we're doing is like, how much money did we make via email? That I can see in Clavio. I know how much revenue is generated via sending out emails, right? Total for the month. I could also see how many new leads we got that month, right? And I could say a lead is worth X amount or do I have to take the total number of leads I have in my system and divide that number by how much we make? That doesn't make any sense to me because it's like, well, I know that number. It tells you. Clavia will tell you like how much money a lead is worth. But we have a ton of leads in the system already. And so, yeah, if we were just starting, like I feel like that, like, or who cares? Because like if I'm making that much money per via email, I don't care when it comes from. It's, it's, I don't know. That's a tough one. Obviously it's much easier to be like, look, how many leads came in through Facebook in the Clavio or Clavio or whatever? How many leads came in from Facebook, which I don't know if I can get that information, but maybe with UTM codes I could, because that would be, I do have UTM tracking on there. So maybe, maybe that's in Clavio. I'll have to check that out. So then I could say, oh, here are the leads that came in. In fact, hold on. Can I see that through analytics? I can see that. I can see, yeah. So I I can see how many leads came in through analytics, but I can't see if those leads converted into a sale. Got it. Okay. So hopefully in Clavio, I should be able to pull up how many leads came in from Facebook specifically because I can because I'm putting UTM tracking codes on every ad. So when they click through to that landing page, that UTM tracking code is in the URL. I wonder if Clavio is storing that somewhere. If they are not, then I may have to create some sort of form thing where it adds that. I don't know. I have to look at that, but I think it might. And then what I could do is go, all right, let's pull the, let's like create that segment. We can create a, could we? Yeah. We could probably create a segment in Clavio of people who came in through Facebook UTM source. And then we could say how many of those people bought products. We could run that once a month and that would give us our average cost per lead, which could be zero, but it could be, you know, let's say we got, I don't know, a hundred leads and we made, um, you know, a hundred dollars. Well, that would mean it's a dollar per lead, right? So then my cost per lead would be $1. And the thing is, is that I, that's only a 30 day cycle, meaning some th- those, you know, that actually doesn't even make any sense either because those 100 leads, you know, at the end of the month, what if that, what if, you know, 10 of those leads came in on the 31st, right? They wouldn't even have a chance to buy yet. So I would have to like wait 
And I would have to keep doing it every month because that number is going to keep changing. Because what if I find out that that those, you know, it's like I should just have a segment of Facebook leads, right? And it, and it keeps growing every month, right? And then I can just keep running against that, against that you know, um, segment. And I could go, all right, well, how many of this segment is, is how much money do we make off of this segment this month? How much do we make off of this segment? Because it's like that segment's going to keep growing and the money's going to keep growing, but those people never change. So, you know, if I wait six months to a year and we have a ton of leads on that segment, but we also have a ton of sales because somebody didn't buy, you know, maybe somebody joined um, the email list in January, but they didn't buy our course until June because I sent out an email in June and they were like, you know what? It's pool season. I'm going to buy this course now, or I'm going to buy this, you know, physical product, or I'm going to, you know, invest in the book or whatever. So I, and that's, that's, you know, that's, that's not going to give me the number from, you know, the number of cost per sale could also change. I could even, I can even see that. I almost think is it worth All right, thinking out loud, is it even worth running ads directly to get a sale? Meaning, now, here's the thing. Why would I do that? Why would I do that? Why? I mean, because it would pay for the ad up front. They would become a lead anyway. But it probably won't work as good as... A lead, right? So to simplify this, not to say that I shouldn't do it, but I'm sitting here this whole time and I'm like, I have fucking four campaigns. (laughs) I'm trying, you know, I have different strategies for each one. How do I simplify this? What if I simplified it and just said, look, my Main objective is to get leads. I really don't care about getting direct sales. I'd rather get leads because here's the thing. When somebody subscribes and and it becomes a lead, they are pitched immediately for a course. They could buy it, right? If they don't, they are on the email list and they are getting value after value after value. There are multiple pitches that happen throughout the year. Every single email we send has a soft pitch in it. You know, we run sales, et cetera, et cetera, right? I could spend all this money getting the sale, but I'll never get as many leads. And I think I just much rather have the lead and I have to track how much a lead is worth to me through this specific platform. And I really should be doing it for Google ads as well. Just, but I think that that's trackable. I'm gonna have to look in Clavio. 
and I'll report back. But that's the strategy. And I'm going to simplify it in the very end here. It is not cost per sale. It is cost per lead. Okay. And we are not doing four campaigns. We are doing two campaigns, pool leads, hot tub leads. That way my brother only has to edit one video if it pops off, which is just add a call to action at the end of the video to get people to download the cheat sheet, which we already have recorded. So all he has to do is just add that in at the end, take two seconds to do, we can run it as an ad. Every once in a while, um, when I do the organic videos, I add in at the end a call to action like that. I don't do it in every video because I think it's too many. But every once in a while I'll go, hey, download our cheat sheet, go to this website, right? So that way, for those videos, I can just run the ad directly. I don't even have to get him to edit that because it's already in the ad or it's already in the organic content. So every time an organic ad pops off, either add the uh, call to action at the end of that video, run it as an ad for an amount per day, which I have not, I said $5, I'm gonna change that because there's probably a number. Run ad for getting, I think it's 50 conversions. Because that gets you out of the learning phase. So, you know, you basically reverse engineer what you're, if we know the, if we know the ideal cost per lead, right, then we know how many leads we need in order to reach, you know, the, the amount. And so we just add that number up. So let's just say for simple math purposes, it's $1 per lead. Like that's our, that's our, I, actually, I, let's just do a, let's do it's $2 a lead. Okay. No. Let's do a dollar lead because I just can't do the math. Okay. So if we know that our ideal cost per lead is $1, right? So we run an ad for $50 a week or $50 a day to get to 50 conversions by the end of the week. And we will see if that ad worked or not. We'll get out of the learning phase very quickly and then we can scale or shut off. So that is the move, is, is not to run it so cheaply because running it cheaply will just take longer for Facebook to find out who it belongs to, like who should see the ad. We should run it fast and then we should shut it off or scale it when we figure it out. You know, so the fast, you know, and here's the thing, we're talking about one ad per week we're not, you know, like hopefully an ad takes off and it's like, oh, well then we'll just spend as much money as we possibly can on it. Like we're making money doing this, right? So like, it, of course it makes sense to spend the money. But if an ad within a week doesn't work, it, the cost per lead is sky high, shut it off. Like shut it off. You spend, you know, 500 bucks to, to learn. And, and the thing is, is like, what's, what's nice about it is we're picking ads that we know already work. 
Like we're picking content that we know already works. And that's the reason to do organic is that we are throwing shit at the wall essentially to see what sticks. And then we're taking the thing that sticks and fucking ramming it down people's throats. (laughs) That's like, you know, through paid advertising. Like that's the move for lack of a, I didn't phrase that very well, but that's essentially what we're going to do. All right, so that's the Facebook ad strategy that I'm going to employ, like, today. (laughs) Um, And we'll see how it goes, and we'll probably revisit this um, in a couple of months to see how it all played out. Another um, thing that I'm going to have to do, and this is an upcoming episode, so just just a little teaser of something that I'm definitely going to have to come into the brewery and sort of mentally figure out is... Improving Google ads because right now, Google ads that I'm running are kind of not working. I mean, they make money, but again, we're not measuring how well, like the long-term effects, the LTV stuff, which is something that I certainly have to start doing. Um, And going back to that topic where I was talking about how to improve KPIs, one of the KPIs that I should be tracking and do track within Shopify is LTV and AOV. So average order value, meaning how much are people spending day one and how much people spend over the course of a year. And all of that information can be pulled up in Shopify, which is nice. And my goal, one of the, le- one of the things that I can do to improve is I want to increase AOV and I want to increase LTV. How do I do that? Increasing AOV is coming up with more products, having uh, better sales pages, having better sales videos, having uh, sending more emails that with, with sales copy, you know, sales letters essentially, basically selling more um, would, would increase, uh, no, sorry, that would not increase AOV, that would just increase sales. So, what would increase AOV? AOV would be, um, yeah, the, 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 I could raise the prices of the course, which I'm not going to do, or add more products that people can buy later. So yes, it is essentially selling more, and hopefully that same person, that would increase LTV, not AOV. Got it. Okay, so AOV would be you know, making sure that there's a, plenty of upsells in the process of the first sale, or any sale for that matter, there's always an upsell or a cross sell or a downsell or whatever, which we do have set up. But we could create new products to increase that. And then LTV is just like sending out emails, pitching stuff, um, getting people to buy again and again, having a recurring revenue model, which we do not have now, but we may have in the future. Something to think about. Um, yeah. So that's it for Facebook ads. Uh, email me if you've gotten this far, matt at moneylab.co. If you have any questions or you have any clarifications or you have any ideas, happy to hear you out, happy to respond. And uh, yeah, hopefully this was enlightening. I think it has certainly cleared up what my clear action and strategy is without overcomplicating it. All right, that's it. Bye.